0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Thank you to my man, Frank Hanrahan. Love hearing that, dude. How about this, B? Mike Wisnant says, Taylor Heineke is like the fries at the bottom of the bag. A fun surprise, but not intended to be the meal. It's kind of rough, but kind of funny. Uh, right now, let's get to the BeckQL guest line. Talk to our boy Pete Haley from NBC Sports Washington, the Washington Football Talk podcast. Pete, let's start with the question uh, B Mitch and I both answered. Are
2: you surprised? Was it the right move to go to Carson? Not surprised. Was the correct move. Uh, Taylor had run out of steam at this point. Uh, defenses had certainly figured out. Uh, to get to him and the offensive line as presently constructed wasn't good enough to protect him and might not be good enough to protect carson either but if you're going to have a shoddy offensive line and if you're going to have an offense that is struggling you might as well try and insert the guy who's more talented can see over things can throw it further and harder and faster and better to uh maybe maximize whatever downfield throws you have so not surprised and i I'm intrigued as hell to see if this works out.
3: Isn't this the same quarterback that we said you needed to get a mobile quarterback because that quarterback couldn't move and couldn't protect himself?
2: Well, Brian, when you don't have the real answer, when you don't have something that actually works, then you just go back and forth between things. It's just like when you have a coach and it's a player's coach, and you're like, actually, no, we need a jerk. And then the jerk comes in and he's not good enough. You're like, all right, actually, we need a player's coach. And then eventually you find the right guy and whatever that style is it works. It's the same thing with this commander's quarterback. They tried the mobile guy who's gritty and knows the system really well and can get the ball out on time, and it worked for a while. And then that guy stopped working, they stopped winning. So now it's like, hey, let's get the more gifted dude who can really wing it. And then if this season was 30 games instead of 17, Carson would probably start seven or eight, and then they'd be like, you know what, we need the guy who knows the system and can run around a little bit, and it would just go on. Until the end
3: of time. So, are, are we not? Are we missing the point here? Where it's not about the quarterback you have in the backfield. It's about the dude that's calling these damn plays and, and constructing this offense that will be favorable to a Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, if he drops back with the five and the seven steps drops, I think we are gonna see what the problem really is. It's not the quarterbacks. It's the fact that they don't adjust. And if he comes quick in, game looked good in San Fran, yeah, quick yeah. game, but it looked good. It looked good at the end of the game when the defense was not, was not Well, not right. playing anymore. So my thing is, would it look good when people would come face to face and throw off your timing of your quarterback of the receivers a little bit? Would it look good when you got you still have guys that are trying to come at you and running stunts and getting past your offensive line? You know that's the thing about it. So we watched for all for fifteen games now. We ran the same offense with two totally different quarterbacks. One is has moxie and grit, short and mobile. The other one is tall and lanky with the Freddy Krueger hat, just standing there, <laughs> and they ran the same offense with both of them. So wh- where's the problem, really?
2: Well, I, th- I think he, I can understand where you're trying to get to, and I could see that definitely being a part of this issue. And if you really want to go big picture, like if your offense right now is best with a guy who gets the ball out quickly, then why did you bring Carson Wentz in in the first place? You should have brought in – Somebody else, I think they overestimated their offensive line. They brought Wentz in to open the downfield passing up to use pages of the playbook they weren't able to use last year. Well, they still haven't really been able to get to those pages because the protection isn't good enough to let Carson drop back. So it like can date all the way back to March when they made this trade. The franchise was desperate. They had to get an upgraded quarterback. They tried, and then they overestimated what they'd be able to do. So, yes, I think Scott's been a bit stubborn. Like I don't know why it took so long, and it never even really peaked of getting Taylor on the move and letting him keep some of these option plays. Like That would have been a nice wrinkle for Taylor. Now with Carson, what kind of wrinkles can you have? Does it need to be more play action? more rollout to get him away from the pass rush, things of that nature. Like we have to see it definitely comes down to Turner's flexibility as well. And, and the health of the O-line and then Carson, it's it's all of them are failing uh, individually and, and it's contributing to an offense that has really struggled. And uh, especially in the red zone, they just are not capitalizing enough. And I don't know if, if that, if Scott's the biggest guy to blame, but he's absolutely a part of it. Um. Pete, I got to say, I, I I agree with you
1: both on the Turner stuff. There's way too many slow-developing pass plays. Um, and I, I think the Giants game, he kind of blew it by getting away from the run and just leaning way too much on the pass. But I, I got to say, I'm kind of surprised you are supporting the move to Carson. I mean, you've been pretty, pretty out there that you don't think Carson's the right guy and that even with his – Limits Taylor is the right person. Like, what made you decide? Like, how'd you arrive at
2: your kind of change of opinion? Um, I don't think Carson is the right guy beyond this year, and it would take a heck of a finish for him. Like, I, I even if he goes wins these two games and like balls out in the in the wild card game, and maybe they lose by three or something. Like, I really hope they don't bring Carson back. He's not worth building around. And if he just gets hot here at the end of December into January, like that doesn't undo the fact that his past four or five years, he's been chasing the the ghost of what he was in 2017. But like, just because I really like Taylor and I like his story and I think he has some really uh, qualities that make him a a very good backup and a fun guy to put in for stretches. I think when they put him in all the way back in October, I, I, I predicted that it would be a really nice, uh, upstart to this offense but it would eventually run out of gas and we'd see ultimately why taylor is the 35th best quarterback as opposed to the 27th and therefore not deserving of a starting job right now it's worth trying to get carson in there because you know maybe there is just a small enough sample here where he can get hot for a game or two or or the offense just functions better around him i'm not ruling out the fact that there's a better running game with him that maybe he understands the system better. Like, there are reasons to suggest it should work better with Carson. And ultimately, I think there are the same quarterback, but Carson's got a little bit more of a wider range of outcomes, and they worked with Taylor in that smaller range, and when they needed a more steady hand, it, it benefited them. But now they, they don't need that steady hand. They need someone to elevate a little bit, and Carson can do it. Uh, but ultimately, like, I don't, I don't believe Carson's can all of a sudden establish himself as someone, this this fan base is really going to love. And what's annoying about Carson is that in his past, there have been situations where it's like, okay, this is the right thing, everything's here, and then it just doesn't work out. And that goes back to him, like he's been the constant in Indianapolis with a really good running game and a coach that he likes, and, and various play callers and various playmakers in Philly, and it didn't work out. Like it, he just never seems to live up to the billing long-term. But right now, they don't need him to be the long-term answer. They just need him for eight quarters and, and to drag them to the playoffs. And then from there, it's, it's sort of a bonus. What do you think will happen? I think that I think they win this week. Uh, I think Cleveland is, uh, with Deshaun Watson, some of their offensive numbers is, is really future. I mean, this could be another really low-scoring game. Uh, they don't have a ton to play for. Uh, Watson, I think that offense is averaging under 300 yards per game with him in charge, and the Commanders are clearly desperate to win. They haven't won since November 27th. That's more than a month ago. Uh, But that Week 18 game against Dallas, JP, you've said it, like even if it's Cooper Rush, that's not going to be a layup. And those games are just so pressure-packed. That if you fall behind 7 nothing after the first quarter and all of a sudden you get in your head, you're like, we need to win to get into the playoffs, and this team's playing its backups, and we're trying so hard, we're trying so hard, and oh my God, now it's 10 and, nothing, and we have to get desperate, and we're going to try a, a fake punt, or we're going to go for it on fourth down when we don't need to. like That, that can really uh, go downhill really quickly. So I think they get to the winning in stage, but I'm not all the way confident enough to predict that they make the playoffs. I think if you had to... If I had to choose right now, I'd say yes. Um, But, like, just because I agree with the move to go to Carson, I have really no firm feel on how this is going to go because all it takes is one overthrow. All it takes is for him to not feel that pressure from Miles Garrett because he hasn't played a lot and and gets into his old habits of dropping back too much, and then, boom, uh, all of a sudden a lot of people are going to be like, wait, this is the guy we brought in? Damn, we should have stuck with Taylor. (laughs) It goes back to them just – Having no right answer, so they're just searching for the answer uh between both guys you
3: said that they're desperate for a win, which normally means that they feel they got to toss it around the yard a little bit because I haven't seen the patience in Scott to just stay with the run consistently enough for me to believe he'll do it if he's desperate for a win and Carson starts throwing the ball up in the air don't that always the, the, doesn't that all also uh make the uh, percentages of a interception Come up to?
2: Yeah, no. It, it opening up the playbook brings with it its own risks. Like this offense, when it takes a sack, like almost every offense that doesn't have a Mahomes or Josh Allen, it gets completely derailed. But uh, like, I get it that Scott does annoy us sometimes with his uh decisions to get away from the run. But if they can turn that dial just a hair towards more pass. I'm not arguing to go back to that Jacksonville game where Carson threw for four touchdowns, but turn it just a little bit so this offense doesn't need to have 12 or 15-play drives. Like, the way Dawson's playing, that guy's in another zone. He's somehow playing, like, at the level or maybe even a little bit above Terry McLaurin, and Curtis is a damn good number three. Um, So, like, that could maybe help them have these drives where they go five or six plays, and that way they avoid some of the penalties that have been derailing them. It can help in the red zone where Carson can see into those windows and then have the, the power to throw into them. But still, even with him in there, I really hope they don't get away from Robinson. And I think Ron has that belief that it needs to be a run-first team. He he had a quote a couple of weeks ago where he's like, let me reiterate, our identity is this, downhill run, set up with play action. I think he will get into Scott's here and make sure that hey, you know what, let's let's not ignore number eight and uh, number 24 if he's healthy and have those guys set the tone. And then Carson's higher ceiling can hopefully take advantage once the defense starts crowding the box.
1: It's going to be interesting. Always yes, is around here, be. Pete. Thank you for the time, dude. Yep, see you guys. Later, little Pete. All right, that is Pete Haley, NBC Little Sports, Washington. Little Pete, as B is calling him. Um, you give him a follow on social media at Pete Haley, NBCS. Uh, I want to get into some numbers specifically on Heineke versus Wentz, and just point out how damn near identical they are, except in one category before we do that though i gotta tell you how much i've enjoyed working with paul henry and paul henry's window installation b they're done with the work at my house and it looks fantastic i gotta get an hvac unit put in there we gotta have some hvac talk b mitch uh-huh. but once it's ready i'm gonna have a party i'm gonna make you come over and you're gonna make steaks and we 're going to enjoy ourselves, maybe landfill will even come. he has completely changed my back porch and the crew Daniel and the guys that come out and do the work it, it, it's really really great working with those guys they're there so early every morning they get i've now worked with them twice they got both of my jobs done ahead of schedule significantly like two days earlier than they thought like that's the kind of level of professionalism and craftsmanship. These guys bring to the table. Don't delay. Call them right now. You get hundred bucks off your windows with a five window minimum, and five hundred dollars off doors.
3: Listen, they came in and they did my my stuff as well. Just like JP house they they made it more modern. They came in with some good windows and good doors where you can have a lot more uses to them. Last night, my wife was cooking some red beans and rice. And we always have some fried chicken with it, and she decided Ooh. to she wanted to cook on the deck. Well, you were able to just. Close the screen and you could just push it back and forth. You could use a little bit of that cool air rolling in when you go outside. Cause she didn't want to have that fried chicken smell throughout the house. Pete came in. I mean they came in. Paul came in Pete first doesn't time. know how to put yeah. it. Paul came in and then listen, like JP stated, they told me they were gonna be finished probably on Friday for my job this time. They came in on Monday, they were done Wednesday afternoon. And then they were able to go to JP house and start his job up a little earlier. Right. They, There are a crew that comes in. And they do what they say, and a lot of times they exceed what they say. They do a perfect job. They clean the house up when they leave. They don't come in and junk it up and say, well, you got to get that done. They make sure they take care of it. Uh, His brother and his son comes in. They have the brother and also a great close family friend. So when you have people like that, they make sure that they want to live and make sure that that family reputation is just proper. So make sure you can give them a call right now to receive 10% off windows with a five-window minimum and up to 10% off doors. Contact Paul Henry's Window Installation today. That's paulhenryswindows.com. Your clear. Home improvement choice.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.